Welcome to the Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick. we got Todd Neal, Ashley Miller, Carlo Kellum in studio, as we do every Sunday from 10 until noon. It is raining men this morning. Got to tell them why we're playing that. Please do. I mean, We are dedicating today's show to... <laughs> we are a weekly show. Shortly after our show last week, I mean, it was within a few hours I texted yeah. you guys. Missouri's defensive end, co-SEC player of the year, Sam. What's his first name? (laughs) Michael Sam. Michael Sam comes out of the closet. Big news. His father came out and has made some statements that have been highly criticized. How everybody is responding to it has really been a big story in the world of sports. Many people say, I don't care. Keep it to yourself. I don't ask you if you're heterosexual. I don't need to know that you're homosexual. One way or the other, everybody's got an opinion on it. And when it comes to sports radio, it's a topic that people talk about. Yeah, Michael Sam, Defensive Player of the Year in the toughest conference in college football, the SEC. Now, unlike unlike Collins, unlike some other former players, they came out after their career was pretty much over. Collins was a free agent last year, saying that he didn't get picked up when he made his announcement. John Amici did it. John Amici. This guy is at the peak of his career, and he's like, hey, I'm gay, and I'm moving on playing football. Missouri accepted him. He, they knew way before anybody else. I mean, it, it's football, man. All the thing, only thing that matters is what does he do on the field. Is that the only thing it's that matters? It's the only thing that matters. If that's the only thing that matters. I mean, obviously, you see, you see all the train wrecks in the NFL <laughs> with the off-the-field issues. I think that this story is very closely aligned with Richie Incognito. No. It, well, in, no. In my eyes. No. And this is why. Totally different, Kelly. Well, okay. If the only thing that matters is your on-the-field play, then Richie Incognito, a former pro bowler, did you hear who's it? only like 30 years old, he should get picked up quickly, no. right? No. Did you hear? I mean, no. He, he was in the he, Pro Bowl he had, last year. He, he used racial slurs and... I you see what he said about the gas sister? The text messages? Uh, I did see that. Very That inappropriate. was very inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Very, very inappropriate. inappropriate. From my perspective, I know they're completely different. It's one bigot, racist guy this versus more of, Michael is, Sam, who may be the best person in Michael the world, Sam's for all we know. Michael Sam's didn't bully anybody. He didn't. But you said the only thing that matters is what you do on the field. Did you? you yeah. To Richie Incognito is a pro Carla, That was in the locker room. To whom, That's Carla, close enough to the field. Who does that? You said it only matters what happens on the field. To whom? Like uh, the fans? The Ray to... Lewis's of the world? The uh, the players who've uh, had DUIs no, and killed no, people saying, like, in the world? Who, uh, who does it only matter? Take, what, to huh? who does it only matter what you do on the field? Well, you think the, uh, only, the uh, fans uh, care or the franchises or what? It, winning cures everything. Kobe Bryant was accused of sod- sod- sodomizing a woman and doing other things. He won championships. It's forgotten about. 
I don't think it's Ray Lewis. Was, he was accused. He Ray, wasn't. He I, said, I said he's accused. I, I, didn't say I, know, I, I know. You didn't say Ray convicted. Lewis was accused of being uh, in a murder. He wins the Super Bowl. He's forgiven. Winning cures everything. I disagree with you, but okay. You disagree. Should yeah, I come I mean, up with more examples? Well, I mean, you can give more examples, but I don't think it cures anything. Mike people Tyson, people convicted of rape. Look of what Mike what's Tyson, going convicted on at the of moment. rape. Look at Mike Tyson. He was today. on Sex in the City. He's everywhere. He's the most uh, accepted rapist in the world. Wow. The only that I could think of. You're right. There, there's a I lot. Mean, really? Of, well, I mean, Oscar De La Hoya. There, there is a lot of people who have been con, uh, accused of rape. No, Mike Tyson was Kobe convicted. Bryant. Big difference. Kobe Bryant was. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. There's been a lot of people who were, were accused of rape. Darren Sharper comes to mind. Well, he's as going a, through it right now. That's crazy. Now. We That's got a lot crazy. of stuff to talk about today. <laughs> Kentucky lost. John uh, Wall wins. Wait, 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 wait. Can you repeat that again, Kelly? Kentucky, Kentucky lost. Were they, were they on the road when they lost, Ashley? No, they did not protect the home court like we were hearing about last week. Listen. What was this I heard listen, that I'm the not fans gonna... booed the yeah, players? Yeah, what's, listen, I, I, listen, I, I, I have a problem with I'm that. A, I'm about to start uh, the show off and let you guys know right you're now. You're going to be quiet I'm not going to entertain these shenanigans this morning. <laughs> John Wall won the you're Dunkin' going Contest to be quiet last night. And you're going to take this like we have to take it when we you won get it We went against the top team in college basketball last night in Florida Gators. 17 straight wins for it their Tassel School you record. Lie, uh, and no excuse. No excuse. Uh, William Bruce Scott also wrote on Facebook about the, the fans booing the players. That's totally unacceptable. Well, unlike Louisville fans, we're not used to losing at home. It doesn't matter. That's something you that's still pretty support consistent your team. You You're just not going to boo your this players. This is only what, the third loss in the Calipari's career at Kentucky? Third or second. I know we lost to Baylor. At we, home? Are you talking yeah, at about? Yeah, at home. Well, it doesn't matter. Why Why would you Why would you boo the team that you cheer for? You know, maybe they had an off night. Whatever the case may be. You, know you lost what? I, the game. So then you guys going to no, show up with, next with week and you being a player and me being a fan, if you, I don't think you've ever seen it from our perspective being in the stand. They're not really booing the team. They're just booing... It doesn't matter. Because I, have a, I have a feeling they were actually booing Willie Cauley-Stein last night as he played 27 minutes, two rebounds, two points. First of all, I didn't watch the game last night because I was working on assignment for the knockout hour at a fight. It doesn't matter. So uh, <laughs> Maybe they lost because you didn't watch. We'll say, we'll say that's that. That's what I was getting it's to. It's your fault. That's what it's I was your getting fault, to. Carlo. I didn't watch the game last night. I put bad luck on my uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Other stories out there that we will touch on through our, our two-hour weekend sports buzz show. Tracy McGrady's trying to make the switch from, from basketball to, to baseball. Pretty good form he has there. He, he's got a, a high angle to throw down from. Will he be able to make that switch successfully? Um, some other great stuff we'll talk about. Be sure to give us a call if you have any questions or comments. I mean, did you like our It's Raining Men intro music? What did you think <laughs> of the Michael Sam story? <laughs> Do you see the the correlation between Richie and Cognito? I think that because it's happened so recent, I compare the two. They're completely different Listen, issues. Once, I'm disgusted by Pouncey and anybody who was involved in that whole ordeal. Some of those things they did to the assistant coach who has a Asian background. But then again, it comes to a point where you have to stand up and be a man. And uh, you just got to punch somebody in the face sometimes. I would argue that it, all that matters is on the court. Or on the field, unless it plays into the macho persona that goes along with being a, a badass man. Listen, if even, it has to do with rape, eh, I know it sounds horrible. Sounds very bad. Kelly. We can forgive rape because it's well, macho. No, no, they, no, 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 no. It might be in a shock, uh, shock, oh, no, 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 shock no, 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 no. right now. Like I said, you're I said, being the resident thug. No, 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 no. You never forgive or act like the I'm only sorry. person who's been forgiven. I'm not saying I do. The only person who's been forgiven, obviously, is Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was forgiven, right? 
Uh, you know, everybody, I've always believed. We don't know that Tyson was necessarily even guilty, right. though. I mean, well, well, I mean, he was convicted he in the court proven, of law. He's proven in the court of law, beyond reasonable doubt. That doesn't always mean Now, my, my thing about it is, I am one of the most forgiving people around. I really am. I think everybody deserves a second chance. But that uh, uh, crime against a woman is one of the most heinous inexcusable. crimes. Inexcusable. There is no excuse for it. I'm Thank sorry. You, Todd. That it, that's my personal opinion, but it's it a lot of people's personal opinion. You know, I agree with you. You know, I'm uh, saying is this: Why do we case, forgive Mike Tyson? He was convicted. You keep saying it. He was I convicted. Think people because feel sorry nobody's for Mike going Tyson, to Mike Tyson's honestly. room at two o'clock in the morning to play scramble. That's why. It doesn't matter whether or not you put yourself in a, a, a position where something could happen. If you say no, no is no. Whether it's two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning or. Noon in the afternoon. Even so if you're high matter. on cocaine. I mean, you don't deserve well, to be raped. The most recent story no. is the Darren Sharper incident. Eight women have came forward. Which we're not going to talk about right now. Well, no, I, well okay. I, I wanted to get that your perspective on That story is horrible. It. Being a woman. I want yeah, our we'll callers. I, I want our callers to call in. Oxmoor, Ford, Lincoln, Buzzline, 502-384-1450. We got, a lot of, uh, our, we got our blood flowing in that first segment. Going to have some well, passion. Kentucky, I mean, Ashley comes straight out. Kentucky lost last night. I didn't I mean, say who, that. They did lose. Who doesn't right. know? Kelly said Who doesn't know? I just it was, co-signed. It was, it was two I of the top co-signed. teams playing last night. Everybody knows that Kentucky lost. And you your fans to, are crazy. You don't have we, to bring it up first. We are going to head to head to a break. We look forward to a very interactive show today. We want people to call in and talk to us about it. We're going to go out to our It's Raining Man music. I, I hope so. Um, Ashley, Carlo, Todd, and I will be back with more of the Weekend Sports Buzz. Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz, where Ashley, Carlo, Todd, and I are coming at you. I mean, we could deny it all we want. A topic that's going to dominate today's show is the Michael Sam story. He came out as being gay. He was co-defensive player of the year in the big bad SEC. It was Missouri, a new entrant into the SEC. But nonetheless, what NFL team's going to draft him? Do you think that will affect his, his draft stock? I would think it'll certainly affect his draft stock. Well, I don't know how it will affect his draft stock. Well, he's what do a, you think? He's undersized. He's undersized right now. He's going to probably move the linebacker when he goes to the NFL, most likely. In a three-four, play the yeah. outside linebacker. Yeah, as a linebacker. Pass he's going to undersize, but he's the top defensive player in the SEC. Will he be playing with Richie? Not the Davian Clowney. Nito, will he be playing Sam? on the same team as Richie uh, Richie Incognito? <laughs> Richie Incognito will never yeah. play in the NFL again. Really? Richie okay. Incognito wow. came out and actually said that he admires Michael Sam's bravery. Richie Incognito is an idiot. There's no question about it. He's an idiot. He actually went on a Twitter uh, rampage this past week, making himself look even worse. Saying Jonathan Martin threatened to kill himself. I mean, just taking additional shots at Jonathan Martin, who he claimed 
all the while that he wasn't actually even on a bad I mean, well, you know what, side though? with. He called him the N-word. He did. Somebody that we know on Facebook who owns a popular gym in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he's the manager of a popular gym. Used the same word, and he's been in our, our in our studio before. And yes. he thinks it's okay, and it's not. But I'm not going to say his name because I actually like the guys that, that are affiliated with that gym. I like him. But I was kind of disgusted by the comment. So he makes the comment. He, he was making a di- not saying that it was, it's yeah. right. He was differentiating between the one that ends with an N and the one that ends with. Yeah, a, but it's just it's something you gotta understand, man. My, I mean, I would never. It's I would what I'm saying. My grandmother's still alive. I, to, I wanted to get my ass kicked. My something. mom is still alive. I had it when I was growing up. Wasn't it's, that long still ago. people connected to that generation, even though these 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 eight nineties kids and you know eighties kids may not be as close to it as we were. It's a harmful word, and nobody should ever say it. So that. The use of that word and the other racial, I mean, they, he was making Pearl Harbor comments against the Asian trainer, Richie Incognito was. He had no racial sensitivity or no racial filter whatsoever. Is the racial overtones of what he did, is that really what, what, what means he won't play in the it's the, NFL it's anymore? the malicious intent, if you listen, to, uh, I think they played a voicemail, didn't they? They did, I yeah. heard it. It's the malicious intent you hear in his voice, the tone. It wasn't. It Take wasn't, the race out of it. My Would friend, it be a big hey, deal? If one of my friends called me talking like that, man, we're going to have a problem. If you talk about my sister like that, we're going to have a problem. Even if the racial issues are. And even if I can't beat you, I'm going to find some buddies who can. So. I would not expect me to ever say that about someone's sister. No, I mean, what he. I, I, I sent you guys you a would. text message earlier this week, what he said about uh, yeah, Jonathan Martin's sister. Totally she, he said she had a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, we're not going to say it was that. Very inappropriate things. Very inappropriate, sexually oriented. And, things about and you know what's, what's interesting about that whole thing? That text message was sent before he came out and said that he was Jonathan Martin's best friend and yada, 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 yada. So that text message came out right before that. Then after that, he's like, we're best friends. You know, Jonathan Martin called me yesterday to say he's Maybe some himself. people have totally ridiculous sense of humor, and he thinks that's yeah, funny. He, Maybe that, that's the way he expresses. Has to be what it is. Like, being playful or something like that. I don't know, but that's great. I read, I read even, thousands and of, and of texts. bigger idiot. I read thousands of texts between Martin and Incognito, and they were clearly friends. They were, where are you going tonight? Great, I had fun last night. You hook up with that girl? Yeah. Ha, but ha, ha. This and it me, was really like sexual this, and, and like uh, talking about sleeping with strippers and prostitutes. <laughs> it was. I read that's all the type the, of stuff that Jonathan Martin didn't like. He, and, and Jonathan Martin said and in the I've text, met guys I'm like not into that. paying women for For that. example, it was a roommate I had who was a cheerleader at WKU. I couldn't stand this dude. He was, a, he was a, I, I won't say I tormented him, but what rubbed me the wrong way, when I first moved in my dorm, we had one of those suites, Zacharias Hall, WKU. I put up my picture I had carried with me throughout my college career. This was my senior year, by the way, of little Kim when she's <laughs> squatting down. La Bella Mafia. Yeah, she, it's the little Kim picture when she's squatting down, you know. And this dude didn't have any friends. He didn't have any girls coming over. Not like him. You know, he wasn't like I was. Is he a black dude or white dude? I don't know what he was. He wasn't like He was you. mixed with something. He wasn't okay. white. He wasn't black. I don't know what he was. But uh, I put the picture in the bathroom, you know, right there, you know, in the bathroom, in the restroom. And he leaves me a note saying this is tasteless. And, you know, I think it's kind of, you know, he, he rubbed me the wrong, wrong way out of the bat. He broke the man code. I think if you break the man code, you don't do manly things that other men do. You know, it's, it doesn't seem macho. You know, some guys. You know, I, I kind of, I kind of bullied him a little bit. I guess I didn't like him because I kind of feel bad about it now. I look back on it. Yeah, because of the little Kim poster. Because he thought it was so inappropriate. Yeah, he thought it was, I was like, dude, what kind of cat are you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, to deny that that men naturally so I have had, tendencies that lean toward yeah. being macho is just living in a, a, I, a, yeah. a false reality because they do. 
Everyone does. And I mean, now, you grow yeah. up in sports. If you played sports, you have a, an element of ego and, and macho um, tendencies. You do. Yeah, you're right. And you know he uh, he just rubbed me the wrong way. The first thing, also, he he took a freaking shower with no shower curtain, and it flooded my room, and my carpet stunk for the whole semester. So it was another <laughs> thing that rubbed me the wrong way. So I found myself in the Hall of Records office like three or four times because of this dude. I feel like you guys just had other issues. I don't think it really was about the man code. But... It boiled down to the little Kim poster and my carpet. Okay. Well, apparently Michael Sam got a standing ovation at a Missouri basketball game this week. And so apparently the fans at Missouri are very supportive of him. And he's getting sponsors lining up, supposedly. I mean... Um, Connections is right in line on it. <laughs> Connections? I mean, there's a lot of places that support Speedos. Carlo, you're tasteless. Chick- Chick-fil-A won't want to sponsor him, but there's plenty of corporate entities that, that, that are all about freedom of choice and, and um, being you know pro... Um, I don't know what you would say. Pro-homosexual. Is that what it is? Is that what we would call it, actually? I think I call it's it about pro-freedom. No, pro, I, th- no pro-freedom. I think it's about fairness and allowing people to have the opportunity to be who they are and express themselves in the way that they feel like they want to, whether it is with sexuality or clothing choice or the way they wear their hair, uh, body piercings, or tattoos. I cannot agree more. I think that um, those who are not straight have should have every opportunity to be as miserable as people who are married. Exactly. And and as long as it doesn't infringe upon my freedom or my choice, then what does it matter? Agreed. In it's re- tough to relate to, to the, someone the who's, of who, who really Clinton. cares. In the words of Hillary Clinton, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. I but, mean, though, and be honest, man. If you ever heard this cat talk, I mean, come on. Like they didn't know before that. I mean, really? Hey, Kelly. They knew in high school. They probably Kelly knew on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln uh Buzzline, Buzz we got a we got a caller. We got our man Carolina Steve, no, I believe. Tyler. Oh, I'm sorry, we got Tyler. What right. do we call him? Tyler, Tyler the originator. Tyler, he is he's coming on here to back me and Good call morning. out Ashley Danielle for dogging my UK Wildcats. <laughs> Good morning, Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? <laughs> How y'all doing? Tyler? Good morning. How are you today, Ashley? I'm wonderful. Hello. How are you, Tyler? You know, I mean, it's a rough morning. I know Carlo didn't watch the Cats because he's not a true fan, but I did, and it was a it was a it was a good game, yeah. it was a good game and all. Thank you, I Tyler. Hey, you, I'm, I'm sorry. I was on assignment, That's Tyler. What? I was on assignment. Hey, uh, you got to do what you got to do. I understand. But, but you know, I did but try to pull it up on the laptop, didn't I, Kelly? And we couldn't find let's, a game. Let's ask Carlo. Did you, did you like... Try to record it on your I DVR tried, I tried to pull or it up. anything? I tried to pull it up on the bootleg website, and it wasn't working Oh, uh, yeah, Tyler, he's not a true fan. Tyler, what happened to the cats Tyler last just night? Bro- Tyler just broke my heart. <laughs> well, Kelly, I was calling in because I know you were, you know, obviously you're talking to Michael Sam, and I just had a, a, a realistic life story with this. I, I, you know, Kelly, I took my talents to St. Catherine College, you know, to play soccer for a year or so when I did uh, do that back in my day, and I actually played with a guy who was gay. He was a... Uh, I won't say his name. He was from a, the eastern part of the state. And, you know, we went there the same. He was a freshman, and he told us on our initial orientation. He stood up in front of our entire team and said, "I'm gay. I'm going to let you all know now." And from there, it was fine. No, not one person cared. Even the people that I knew for a fact that were, I guess, uh, homophobic, they really didn't care. Now, I will say this: it was soccer time. He came out middle of the season, Kelly. After you know, some of these guys may have took a shower with him, may have shared a whole miniature bus ride six hours on the road beside him down. That would have been a different story, and I think that's what Michael Sam did correct. He came out early. He's allowing all these GMs, allowing all these uh, teams to think about what they're going to do, think about how they're going to look into drafting him if they are interested in him, because obviously he's a talent. 
I think he made the right choice. And I don't think they're going to – most of the people will be okay with it. So Tyler. basically your soccer team is the Rosa Parks of gay rights. Sure. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler I had a question for you. Um, Go ahead. Why do you think it's such a big deal that these men, like whether they're NBA, NFL athletes, college athletes that are male, are coming out – as homosexual, I think in women's athletics, especially as a female basketball player, it's accepted for you to be a lesbian and play a sport. Like, that's what people expect um, for the most part. I want to know, like, why is it such a big deal that now it's that men are saying they're they're gay now? Uh, you know, it's a good point. I guess it's more like you said, it's a manly man type of thing. I guess the guy wants to look at it as like, oh, it's fine. Two girls like each other. Awesome. That's that's attractive type of deal. Um, <laughs> Looking at Kelly and Carlo, if they liked each other, it'd be different. It'd be very different seeing, you know, but I'd be okay with it. I think they'd be a cute couple. It's all how you grew up. In my opinion, I think it's how you grew up. I think it's how you're going to accept it. I think everybody, I think the majority of NFL will be okay with Michael Sam. That's kind of what I wanted to get across being I did have a little experience playing with a gay in college. That is a very interesting story, Tyler. I guess we can say... And not taking a shot at, at soccer in any way. I haven't grown up as a soccer player or anything like that. Well, I would say 30% Over, of soccer players. 30 I mean, it, No, really? at least 30? No. Carlo, I mean, it's you're not like tasteless. It's a big shot. That's going to be my, my phrase of today. Carlo, you're tasteless. No, I think, I think I'm, American, I'm, not, I'm not shocked by the soccer. I'm American soccer. football is, is really the, the, the epitome of a macho sport. Um, you know, and they're, they're, soccer is? Is not. <laughs> okay. Right, Tyler? Do you disagree with that, being a former soccer player? No, not at all. It's, uh, it's soccer's my least favorite sport. I, I actually despise the sport. I just happen to play it in college. Wow, I like wearing the leggings <laughs> at home, Tyler. <laughs> so did you wear? Did you wear TMI. the high ankle uh, panty leggings, uh, Tyler? Or uh, come again? <laughs> no, I guess not. I'm still offended by the UK comment. I'm actually hurt by that. I'm I'm sorry, Colo. I'm just I'm kidding. I know you're on excitement, but I will see on the Kentucky front. Don't worry about it. It was a good Florida team. They're top three. I mean, they might be the best team in the country other than Syracuse. It's not a big deal. They're going to be fine. They're going to the tournament. Kelly, you have a great show, my man. Thank you very much for the Thanks, call, Tyler. Tyler. Have a great rest of your weekend. Tyler, the originator. Tyler, with a little bit of neat perspective on the the gay athlete story. I, I had never heard that story before. I've known Tyler for years. Um, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line is 502-384-1450. We're going to head to the buzz line now. I'll let you guess who we have on the line with us. We should about uh, Carolina to rain him in. He would have loved it. Are you there, Carolina? Love that song. It's yours, baby. Go ahead, buddy. Are you there? Did we lose Carolina? Well, last night, y'all missed the best sports program on television. It was the Sprint Unlimited. I thought you were talking about the Olympics. By, I, I thought you were talking about to, curling. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. This was, this was exciting last night. <laughs> uh, it started off, there were 18 cars that started the race. There were eight when it finished. Wow. Still running. And uh, the, the coolest thing of the night, there was a big six-car pileup in which Tony, St- Tony Stewart and... Uh, uh, Ricky Bobby. See, who else was... 
Jeff Gordon and some others were involved in, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. hits the back of him, knocks his uh, hood up over his windshield, and sitting in the middle of the track is his girlfriend, Danica Patrick. Wow. I didn't get to see it. And he runs into her and just about like a cat up and rips the sheet metal off of the uh, driver's side uh, over there. And it was interesting. <laughs> he didn't even uh, sound like he wanted to talk after the race. And Danica said, can you believe my boyfriend ran into me? So I, I hate admitted the uh, motor coach and heard those two after the race. I, I got a question for you, Caroline. That brings up an interesting point. Now, you're a NASCAR fan to the core, we can tell. I got a question for you. Now, Anders, answer this honestly. Are you, what is your perception of Danica Patrick in the sport of NASCAR? Is it good? Is it bad? And what is your perception of her as a driver? Go ahead. Well, I think that this is a sport that women can compete equally against men. She is not the first one ever to drive in NASCAR. In 1949, the Flock brothers, who were famous, uh, one of them's in the Hall of Fame, their sister actually ran. Then you had Janet Guthrie. Now, she, she, did she uh, race NASCAR? The, or she was IndyCar, right? Yeah, she, she, she ran NASCAR. She, okay. She uh, she was the first woman ever to do both of them. Okay. She uh, she actually finished like sixth in a NASCAR race at one of the toughest tracks you could ever run at, and that was Bristol. Wow. Okay. And then you have then you have now you have Danica. There's a girl who races in the uh, Nationwide Series that I'm real high on. And uh, Joanna Long from Alabama, and she's she is a good driver. She just needs to find, if she had the financial backing that Danica has, she would probably have won one or two races by now. Now, now, why aren't you financially better, backing some of these drivers, Carolina? With your well, you got to look. You got to look. Uh, Go, Daddy. Yeah, I like sponsors, their commercials. Love their commercials. Sponsors Danica. She shouldn't have been in NAS- in the Cup Series last year. She should have still been in the uh, Nationwide, but they brought her up. As far as it goes, she's, she's proven herself out there. She qualified last year on the pole at Daytona and had a chance to win it. Inexperience is what cost her that. That's all she did all year, also, really. You know. Actually, enough, I think the race, the race she ran at Martinsville was more remarkable than that one where she finished 12th at Martinsville, and that is just a beaten, banging track a half mile. Yeah, that shows she, uh, she, what kind of woman lady she is. She's she's pretty tough and can be pretty caustic and has some uh, choice sailor words, you know, that I've heard before. Would yeah, you agree she, with that? Uh, and she has done something no other woman has ever won. Uh, she won an RL race. Oh yeah, she did. She did. Well, Carolina, it's Carolina, it's always ahead. a pleasure. We got to we got to run. We got to take a, a break here uh, coming up shortly. Uh, 
I always love having you on, man. You are a NASCAR expert of the WSB Weekend well, Special Show. If it's okay with y'all, I don't live that far from the station. Next week is the Great American Race, and I, if it's okay with y'all, I'd like to come down there and talk NASCAR with y'all. I think that's a great idea, Kelly. You're yeah, come on down. Come on in Carolina. studio, Carolina. We'll have you down for the first segment, maybe from 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 ten till ten thirty, and we'll do a, 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 a NASCAR. That works for me. Get your predictions. NASCAR uh, preview for the Daytona five hundred. Okay, before you, before I go, I've got a choice for you guys who to pull for in the uh, Daytona five hundred. Because of your show before this one, if I were y'all, I'd pull for Kevin Harvick. Because he owns interest in a in uh, MMA boxer. Wow. Who is that? In backing. I, the, all I heard was they called him Cowboy last night. Oh, is that a song? The, also, they, before they went back and they were talking to him during the race, they told him that Fox was holding the, the MMA up until the race was over so he'd get to see all of them. Wow. And he said, that's good. Okay, so I'll see y'all next week. I will have the number three hat on. That might give you a choice. We appreciate it. Thanks for calling, as always, Carolina. Good stuff there from our man, Carolina Steve. Carolina, uh, our man Tyler wanted me to mention to you that he misses you. Good stuff. We got next week. But Tyler's on my list right now, so I don't know. I love Tyler. <laughs> He calls like it is. You know, just cause you know, I, let me tell you something. I go to the UFL games because I do it for KentuckySportsCo.com. I'm covering it for the station. It's business, nothing personal. Let me tell you something. It's like Mike Corleone. You suck. It's not personal. It's simply business. Ashley, Carlo, Todd, and I will be back with more weekend sports buzz. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake beats Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pit Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block With a bottle of scotch and watch lots of Welcome to Sports Buzz where We're talking about the Kentucky Wildcats lost yesterday We're going to talk about, do a little previewing of the Louisville game today, this afternoon, against the, the, the Rutgers uh, team that's only 10-15 and 15 overall, 4-8 and eight in the AAC. That's at 6 o'clock p.m. Carlo will be there taking pictures for our website, KentuckySports.co, and 1450 thesportsbuzzcom Ashley, what are you looking for? What do you want to see out of this Louisville team today? Do you need Mango to step up and really take the next step? I mean, what... I, obviously, this should be a win. It's a home game against Rutgers. It's going to be an easy win. Cards will probably win by 30. It or, better be. A win. They have a lot, of, a lot of easy wins this year. You cannot comment. What? You know, anytime that, that Kentucky's playing top, Kelly, com- back, top competition, back. I can comment. And take an L in your home court. Anyways, Kelly, back to your question before we were so rudely interrupted. Uh, yes, I've been saying all season that Mango has to step up, and he needs to do so sooner than later. Um Wayne Blackshear needs to be consistently a scoring threat. I think earlier in the season I was saying that he um, had gained some weight, seemed like he was a little bit unsure about 
how to use his body um, in the best way possible. So hopefully he can get that figured out here in the next well, he's a beast in. against those D3 schools they play. Like uh, Again, you cannot speak. <laughs> uh, I was at that game, Southern Charleston, Charleston or whatever. Oh, right. He had a big game against, mm-hmm. that, yeah. against that school. Uh, like who the else? school of blinds that you guys um, normally play until you play a good team. A couple like, of other scrub teams they played, he really balled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But against Cincinnati's and Memphis's and, you know, some of those home losses, I didn't even see them. Some of those home losses because yeah. there's been so many. I mean, you lost what? Two. Two at home? Two. Yeah, okay. That's enough. And you've lost... One. We lost two at home this year. This year? Yeah. So why? Really? They were against ranked teams. It doesn't matter. The they best were ranked, losses. They were against two of the best ranked teams. They were the, losses it, at home. We lost to ranked teams at home also. We lost to number four, Florida. Okay, well, we lost. 17-game winning streak right now. Ties a record for their school. Also. But you know what? This is a, a, a loss that's only, only going to make Kentucky better. That's all. Right. And then you're going to lose when you play them at Florida. So you're going to have those two L's. Now let's and get, you're going to go into the NCAA listen, tournament. This is what I predict. And don't get me wrong. Shot. My predictions have been quite on point on this show the last month. Besides that one. Actually, actually since I've been on the show. My besides that one, you predicted that you would win against Florida at home. Last week, listen no, to I the didn't. tape. Yes, you no, did. Todd, found the tape, roll it back later in the show. I didn't say that. Kelly. Um, I didn't say that. I said it would be a good game. You said that you would win at home. No, I said it would be a good game. We Carlo. Can find, we, we've got it recorded. Roll the tape, Todd. Carlo. Todd, right now, he's searching get for your it. life. We'll, we'll find that audio. And uh, we'll play it here shortly that I was right. I didn't say that. I can't deal with you anymore. Louisville has beat two ranked teams. UConn. Well, they, no, it doesn't count because they weren't ranked when they beat them. Carlo, does that really matter? Yes, it does matter. The fact that their ranking has went up since Louisville beat them. Let's think about that. How's Louisville's ranking? Not even, Louisville's ranking. No, I'm just saying, how, where are they ranked right now? Eight? Who? Louisville. What's their rank? I mean, according to the... Um, the AP, they're number uh, 13. I don't I say, I According 13 to USA Today, coaches pulled their number 8. Okay, number 8. All right, so there's no way they should be number 8. What? No way. They you, haven't played anybody. You can, the teams they played, they lost to. They lost to Cincinnati at home. They lost to Memphis at home. Kentucky. They lost to ranked Kentucky. Ranked teams. Ranked teams. Yeah, they're all ranked teams, exactly. Okay. SMU and Connecticut weren't ranked when they played them. So that means they were a different team? Yeah. Really? They're a different team now. I don't have the numbers in front of me, Carlo. What do you think Kentucky's overall strength of schedule is compared to Louisville's overall strength of schedule? Because I think this argument— I mean, let me tell you something. We play Florida again. That that wipes out anybody else y'all play for the rest of the year. I asked the a question, Carlo. Answer the question. I'm asking a question. What do you think? How do how do they compare? Because in the break, I'm going to find it. Well, we play Florida. That, that's all I got to say. We play Florida again. So that's Florida. all that matters. Is that's what you're all saying. that matters. Because you play the same it's, team that's ranked number that, three. Well, we play. Well, listen. Freak, okay. That time we play. play that time they play Florida next. Who Florida else? Probably, Florida who most else? likely would be who number else? two, who number else? one, and Carlo? we'll beat them. Who else? You are a question dodger. That is pageant one hundred and one. Answer <laughs> no, the question. I'm giving you the facts. Pageant one hundred and one. <laughs> pageant one hundred and one. Like like, what do you want wish for? World peace. No, Todd. Okay, okay <laughs> I, I got a question for everybody here. What I want to do is in the next segment after Ashley's Local Cinco, which which I look for every week, which our show is brought to you by Brandon J. Better not be any Kentucky jabs on it. And I love Brandon. He's a great guy. Where the J stands for? Justice. Justice. Right. But I want all of you to think, and I want to get Brandon's take on this later on today when he calls in with the corrections. Right now, right now, if you had to pick the winner of the NCAA basketball tournament, who would it be and why? 
So we'll give it, give you some time to think about that. We'll do it in the next segment after Local Cinco. But I want you to to, to do it reasonably, not being a homer. Oh, it's going to be UK. Repeat, UK is going to jail. I really want you to look at it. So give us some thought. Is that okay with everybody? Is that sounds good to me, Todd? A good good topic to bring up, Kelly. I love it. Okay, we'll do that after Loco Cinco uh, segment, and which I really look forward to, Ashley. Oh, yeah. oh thank uh, you. I really do. And uh, regardless what anybody says about it, I love it. <laughs> I love it. We've learned a lot today so far on our show. Tyler, the originator, he broke the barriers in soccer, allowing a uh, a gay player on his team. They showered and. He was acceptable. He accepted this guy in their culture, in their locker room. So shout out to Tyler, the originator for that. We're, we're taking steps in the right direction on the weekend sports buzz. Everybody's favorite segment at 11 o'clock hour is Ashley's Loco Cinco. Or? Or, as some call it, and to be honest with you, it offends me, Ashley's crazy. <laughs> we'll get to that shortly. Let me ask you a question. Are we going to break? Not quite yet. Right, Todd? We got a few minutes. Carlo? How does it? How do you feel about all of this crap you just said about UK and being superior and strength of schedule and all of that? I didn't say anything about yet, super, anything about being superior. Yet I said that they play. I'm not. I'm right not now, done asking the question. Florida's number three. You would fail an interview. <laughs> you really would. I recently did. Not surprised. So, in both the AP and USA Today's rankings, UK is still ranked behind U of L. How do you feel about that? That means nothing when it comes to March Madness. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> I don't. I, I have. I'm numb towards it. So if, I don't if, have any feelings. If Louisville hasn't beaten, I anyone, think it's ridiculous, especially since Kentucky beat Louisville. And in the AP, the 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 votes or points that Louisville has is 866. Kentucky 769. So almost a hundred points in between the two. It means absolutely nothing when it comes to March Madness. Hmm. But. The one game that we have at the last game of the season trumps any games you guys have remaining in your schedule. Okay, so all the other games in between that were against not so great competition. I mean, we got LSU uh, at home. <laughs> now LSU got Arkansas good. back home. We got two. Now because LSU Listen, beat you, no, we got two. Good, they got two right? losses to avenge oh, okay. LSU and Arkansas, which will be at home, which will avenge those losses. I put you that hope. in their own record. Jeez. At South Carolina, Alabama, at Florida, they should win out the rest of the schedule. You are your brain is warped. Six game win streak from here on out for the uh, the Wildcats to end the season. <laughs> it's about that time where we're breaking down college basketball. The hell, college basketball, and <laughs> that, we that's all know, Todd's way of saying shut the hell up. We can all agree, <laughs> right? That that really what happens during the regular season doesn't matter, right, Carlo? We that I we, think it matters. That I week think it does matter. Okay. Because it show it, it it helps to determine what type of role it matters you're going when it's convenient have. for me. When it's convenient for you, yeah, that's when it matters. When that's everything for you. for you, Carlo. But we're talking about for the sports teams. I think it matters because it kind of determines how hard your road is going to be to the national championship. Kentucky will. I, I'll put this on the record. I guarantee you this, and I, I'm usually not wrong when these type of predictions is proven. Kentucky will be in the Elite Eight, and Louisville will not. Okay, that's what I was getting to. Is, is Todd has the question, and I want our listeners to call in, 384-1450. Who's going to win the national championship, Louisville and Kentucky biases or Indiana bias aside? Carlos' question now, or his, his 
projection is that Kentucky will make it to the Elite Eight and Louisville will not. They're ranked similarly, so unbiased sources say Louisville and Kentucky are close to each other and they're they're similar similar potential. But Carlo no. is saying you think Kentucky will make it to the Elite yes, Eight? Yes, and I got, a, not. I got a text for the Lotus Gunworks text line, 502-414-1450, from our man Chris Kinman. He texted me, and he said, L schedule is weaker. And this is coming from a guy in northern Kentucky. He has no bias. He's probably a Cincinnati fan. Chris Kinman is a great guy. He's an a, a MMA referee. Yeah, I love to hear that he's listening to our show. Judge. He judged uh, UFC. He, he judged UFC. the UFC. Wow. Really? That, that's very impressive. Chris Kimmon stand up. He's a great guy. I'll ask this, though. Kentucky has beat Louisville. Why is Louisville ranked ahead of Kentucky if Louisville's schedule is so much weaker than Kentucky's? Well, I think it's based on, you know, they won a national championship last year. Really? Know. There's no carryover. Because you, Rick- you guys proved that last year. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I mean, it's fair. Louisville does off. have a weak schedule this year. They always have a gauntlet of Big East teams. Next year, it'll be ACC with the the Dukes and North Carolinas. Um, yeah, can you know the different programs? Syracuse. They'll have a tough schedule next year. This is a down year for Louisville's strength of schedule. But why is Louisville ranked ahead of Kentucky, despite the fact that they lost to the Wildcats? That's my question. So we got a few questions going here. I want our listeners to give us a call. Oxmore Ford Lincoln buzz line 502-384-1450. As always, both the Saturday from 9 to 11 and the Sunday from 10 till noon weekend sports buzz shows are brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence, where J stands for justice. Give Brandon a call at 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. Todd, Ashley, Carlo, and I will be back with more Weekend Sports Club. Welcome back to Kentucky Out of Knockout Hour with your host Kelly Patrick, Ashley Danielle. I'm Mr. Kellum. Carlo Kellum, and you're not. Glad to be here today. And you're it on is the wrong week. show. That's we my new tagline, like Chevy Chase used to, be, used to do on the uh, news segment. I'm Carlo Kellum, and you're not. Carlo, you said the knockout hour, not the weekend sports buzz. Oh, did I say the knockout hour? You yeah, did. You're wow. on the wrong show. The weekend sports buzz. I'm sorry, guys. You know, it's been an early night, early day. We were traveling last night, got in late. You know, we we live on the road on the weekend, so you know we wake up and come in early morning to give you guys this entertainment. So I'm a little tired. Yeah, Just me a little bit. too. Tired, cranky, agitated by Ashley <laughs> and Tyler's comments this morning. So I'm a little on the edge right now. It, this Tyler versus Carlo um, rivalry is really heating up, right? Yeah, I, I didn't want a rivalry. You know, I like Tyler up until uh, he called me out. Just got a text on the Lotus Gunworks text line at 414-1450. I don't know exactly what to make out of it. I'll go ahead and read it, though. Carlo obviously prefers watching men in Speedos wrestle versus his <laughs> beloved cats, says from a concerned fan. Now that is funny right there. <laughs> that is funny. 
I like it. <laughs> wow. Well, what's the yeah, game? I'm, I'm a wrestling nerd. I'm a big wrestling fan. So, you know, hey. Well. It's entertainment. Our, our, our last segment, we encouraged our listeners, give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line, 384-1450, and tell us your picks. I'm going to announce that my pick to win the national championship in college basketball is none other than the team that seems almost to be the team of destiny, Syracuse. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why someone else should be picked over Syracuse. Because it's the obvious. They're number one right now. The obvious never wins, Kelly. Have you learned that throughout the history of sports? Well, I agree with you, Kelly. I agree with this. The last two years, two years ago, everybody said Kentucky was going to win it. No. Last year, everyone two said years ago, Kentucky. No, 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 no. You're lying right now. No, everybody he's not said lying. Calipari would never win a championship with the way he. That's he, not true. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. You, you, you never said that. I never said that. Come on, you guys are lying. Up I'm not a Calipari hater. You know, I didn't know you before then, but I'm pretty sure you said he'll never win starting freshman all the time. He'll never. No, win. I never said that. Every fan said it up until he won it. They was like, the well, he had two that seniors he had on, the team. on the team that year. Was you can't really you you can't throw shots at that he. Legitimately had a very very talented. It team was even the best team he had. The best year. team he had was Cousins and Wild. And they didn't win it. Well, that didn't have anything to do with two years ago. I think two years ago people expected Kentucky to win. No one expected Louisville to be in. the Nobody final expected Kentucky to win with George, with Teague starting as the point guard. <sighs> okay. Nobody expected that. Okay, guys, I made my pick. Syracuse. Carlo, do you want to make yours? Or yeah, no, 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 no. Ladies first. Thank you, Ashley. Thank let's, you. Let's hear yours. Someone, someone around here. Has a little, I don't know. Actually, you went manners. first, Kelly, but hey. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. I did go true, first. True, true. Ladies first, as long uh, as it doesn't interfere with what, me going first. Please. Right. Uh, I also chose Syracuse. Okay. And not because they're the obvious choice, but obviously they have, they have lived up to every test thus far this season. They've beaten a couple of teams in very, very close games, which says they can pull out a win. In uh, tough situations, they beat NC State by one point, um, Pittsburgh by two. So they've they've been tested. They beat Duke by two, and they actually play them again uh, here coming up pretty soon. So it seems as if they find a way to win. No one's beat them yet. Am I next? Carly, and you know, and I'm not. I'm not just Maybe you should this. go last, just because no. you're cranky and irritated. I'll tell you why. I th- I really think Kentucky has a good chance of going all the way. I'm gonna tell you why. Right now, they're one of the best rebounding teams in the, in the nation. The seventh in rebounding overall, and they're one of the biggest teams down low in, in college basketball right now. When they go to the tournament, that's gonna cause problems for a lot of teams they're gonna match up against. Is okay. their size? That's fair. And the guy is gifted and gifted and, and as athletic as Julius Randle. I think he's gonna have you know the the NCAA tournament is all about runs. We saw UConn do it a few years ago. We saw Kentucky do it. You get hot, and I think Kentucky's going to get hot right at the end of the season, wrap up the SEC uh, conference uh, tournament, and they're going to make a big run for the uh, for, uh, for the uh, national championship. So your pick is I really, truly believe they can make it. In your heart of hearts, you I believe. I think they can do it. Wow. I really do. I would argue, Todd, who's your pick, actually? Well, uh, mine's going to be a little unusual, but I like Villanova. Wow. You know, I looked at them. They were they were in my like final two Really Villanova will make it past the second round, Todd. Why do you say that? Save this audio. Uh, Peppy Van Winkle online, baby. Why would you say they wouldn't make it past the second round, Carlo? Because you're a skeptic. I, no, I'm, I'm just making the prediction. Friendly you know, wager. Friendly and we, wager. And when the brackets come out and we, we come here that Sunday to go over what's going on so far, you know, the first week of the tournament, we'll, you'll see I'm right. Carlo, Based upon what? Carlo, would you be willing 
to accept the friendly wager of the Peppy Van Winkle that uh, Ashley Danielle now owes you for that pet that she has not paid off. I have not. Uh, negatory. Okay. Just checking. So. She, she must fulfill her obligations. I will. Okay. On Twitter, our man Tyler the Originator uh, projects that, that Kansas will win it all. Tough to argue with. It's tough, but they're inconsistent right now. They, they they're like Kentucky. They got they got to bring it together. They got Joel Embiid, the big seven foot center who moves almost closest thing to Anthony Davis I've seen in a couple years. And that may be extreme. Call me crazy. Got Andrew Wiggins. Got a very talented team. Perry Ellis. I mean, diff. Even beyond those guys, they've got a very talented top to bottom, a nice mixture so, I mean, they're sitting of one and so done guys. So they're, and then sitting, some they're, they're, they're sitting with the same record as Kentucky right now with six losses. And Tyler picks Kansas? Does that make you crazy? <laughs> they can't rebound. 33rd in rebounding. They do have number one field goal percentage, but I, I can't believe Tyler made that prediction. So you believe, even though Kentucky's lost some, some good games. We played against some. I'm being nice. We played against some. We played against some of the top can teams. I, can I finish asking my question? Good God! Good golly! You believe that after your showing last night, and the fact that you're going to lose again to Florida in a little, you know, at the end of the season, you still believe that Kentucky can pull it together and win a national championship? Yes, under the leadership, guidance, and Tutelage of the great what is that word John you Calipari. Use? I said tutelage. How do you spell that? I don't know. Oh, exactly. Uh, I guess uh, John Calipari. <laughs> yes, they will. They will make it to the championship. I didn't say win. I said they'll make it. I said they had a good chance. No, of winning. you just said we, we all went Carlo, around and picked our. I said yeah. they have. I said they have a good chance of winning. They're going to make it to the championship. They have a good chance of winning. You're leaving yourself a way out. Is what you're doing. For Carlo, your prediction I'm to be not, wrong. I'm not, Carlo. I hope to God you never enter a pageant. <laughs> Seriously, you will get like well when the pageant negative, you get negative scores in interviews. Were you planning on entering a pageant? Well, I was planning on being the co-host of the pageant bus. Okay, you can't. Well, I mean, you can't doing stuff like that if the, you can't answer a question. You're not going to make it. Who's your pick to? We can rephrase it. Can, Who, who's your pick to win the national championship? What's more important? I'm going back to the Lotus you Guns see what Works I'm text line. You're a Dodger. We just got a text in from Chris Kinnaman again, <laughs> one of the best referees in the state of Kentucky. No, in in the in the United States. In the United States, you're right. He's picking Arizona to win it all. That's actually a good pick. I forgot about Arizona. Mm-hmm. They just lost Arizona's last week. Pick. They lost last week, but keep and in he mind out their senior, their senior leadership is going to be the key for them winning the championship this year. Uh, senior leadership. They also let's got look, Aaron Gordon. Who who they've played. They lost a rivalry game at Arizona State. You can't always read too much into that. You don't have to play at your rival's house during the NCAA tournament. So I think that's a pretty solid pick there. I I think there's an underlying belief amongst college basketball fans that Arizona and Sean Miller are not the type of team that will actually win a national championship. For whatever reason, even early in the season where Arizona clearly was the best team in the country, it looked like. I was trying to see their schedule. It doesn't look like they've played many ranked teams. You know, you guys brought up Syracuse. Either. I am sorry, but I am not a Jim Bayham fan. He has had so much talent, so much over the years. And how many national championships does he have? Two. Uno. Two. Does he have two? He won with Derek Coleman. He won with Carmelo Anthony. Okay. 
two. But how much how much talent is he at? He's had a ton of talent. That's fair. I mean, Rick Pitino's got two. two, really two and a half. He should have won the 97 championship, too. He should have. And then you could also tack on the tubby one. I don't believe in giving uh, exactly. championships to a coach that's not there. Uh, coach has a lot to do, a lot to do with with where a team goes. It, it's, you know, the, the, it really does. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have a leader and the captain to, to, to guide the ship, you're not going anywhere. Arizona Wildcats are a good pick by our man Chris Kinman. I like it. One factor that will play into their, their ability to make a deep run is Brandon Ashley. They're, they're one of their big guys, six foot eight, 230 pounds, had a season-ending injury. That doesn't help them. Uh, nonetheless, though, you know, they got Nick Johnson. They got Aaron Gordon. They got a talented team. The Caleb Terzuski guy. Bless I mean, you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they got a talented team. Sean Miller is the closest thing to a Calipari clone, really, that there is. I mean, he's he recruits talent, and he mixes in some upperclassmen, too. What's interesting is you guys don't even believe your team has a chance of winning, and they're returning national champions. What I was going to say earlier, Carlo, is that I think that Ashley. your answer of Kentucky winning it all is indicative of the, the Kentucky fan mindset. It is. Whereas no, us— so you, you, you can look at me right now and say they don't have a chance of winning it all. I'm not going to say they don't have a chance— you didn't answer. Every team that will be signed up on the bracket will have okay. a chance. They have a better Carlo. chance than most teams of winning it all because of their length, that's, their size. That's, that's true. The dominance I mean, in, the, in the yeah down yeah down low. Being yeah. being big does help in basketball. If your guards and your centers and everyone on your team is bigger than the guys on the other team, that simply is a, a, a very big factor. There's no denying that. But I think that to say that Kentucky is going to win the national championships a little a little. A little crazy today. You're tripping, Carlo. I would say, I mean, hold up, man. You're tripping. Wow. Does that make me crazy? Does that make you crazy? It makes me crazy. You know what else makes me crazy? What makes me crazy is Ashley didn't have a computer set up. My computer decided it wanted to restart, so I went on and allowed that, and it's been. Let's so be if you're Mac. wondering, I, I'm sure. Getting uh, ready. For I'm sure Hink's wondering minutes. why Ashley's top five crazy is taking so long. He's on the edge of his seat right now. He, he is. He just can't wait for it. He's at home. His hands are on his head, and he's just going, "Are we going to hear it or not?" Hink, call in. We want to <laughs> hear from you about Ashley. <laughs> With no further ado, we will head to the, the most popular segment in the city, in the whole Kentuckiana region, and that is Ashley's Crazy. All right. Here's the top five. First one is uh, an Olympic sports story. Um, I'm not sure if you guys heard about Jeremy Abbott, the uh, U.S. figure skater. When are the Olympics, by the way? I don't know. Today there's the two-man bobsled with our man Dallas Robinson. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> Woo! I just want to see Lola Jones. You're so sexist. Lola Jones is hot. <laughs> okay. So, Jeremy Abbott apparently took a pretty... <laughs> thanks, Todd. Took a, a pretty hard fall in his uh, ice skating program. And... <laughs> What's so funny? I'm sorry. That kind of went with the soccer story that we talked about earlier. That he took a hard fall? That he's a male figure skater. Oh, I mean, whatever. Well, he's representing <laughs> the United States. And 
He is a four-time U.S. Olympic champion, and uh, apparently he took this fall, and the media started saying he's a choker. The media said he chokes a big competition. So he gets mad. He says he wanted to give the finger to all the media and tell them F them. And he says, if you think it's not hard to stand on the ice in front of millions of people watching you, you're every second. You train for this for years and years of your life. You don't think this is hard, then you're dumb. <laughs> you got to be able to take criticism better than that. He Figure says, skating? I'm not going to apologize for anything. And um, he actually, you know, ended up doing really well in the next phase, but he ended up falling 15th uh, in the short program once he fell down. And he got a standing ovation after he got up and finished his routine. But um, the media is saying he's a choke artist. With the Russian, crooked Russian judge getting what scores, there's always that. Shady Russian judge, you know, he always mm-hmm. screws everything up. What'd he get? Uh, let's see. I know he ranked 15th in the one where he fell. And oh, then, wow. uh, I don't know. I couldn't find the, where he fell in the other place. But is he wrong for flipping the bird to the media because they called him a choke artist because he's he fell a figure down? skater? He's a figure skater. I think it's, and I think this totally goes against Carlos. Opinion of figure skaters. I, I didn't know figure skaters could be thugs. I just, I just didn't. <laughs> he, you know, it sounded like he took a, pa- a a class with our, you know, resident thug Kelly Patrick. Kelly, here. you're the resident thug. How do you feel? You know, well, it's funny uh, having a, a different, unique perspective on on all things that are thuggish. <laughs> I like that phrase. Um, thuggish. I think he spoke his mind, and I can't really fault him for that. However, you got to have thick skin. I'll say no good on his response. If you're in the public eye at all, I mean, I host a radio show once a week, and I've had people just rip me at certain times online. I really have. You got to have thick skin. It's not fun to hear bad things about you. Nobody likes it. But you got to let it just, just, you know, brush it off. Act like it didn't happen. Or or you shouldn't be in the public eye. Mm. Carla? I didn't say that. I was asking your opinion for once. For once, I was giving you the opportunity to speak. Uh, It's figure skating. (laughs) I I really have no. But this this is someone's livelihood. Yes, it's figure skating, but people make good money doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Putin said that he was uh, against gays in his country, but they have a figure skating team. So, what include? Oh my gosh! All right, number two. I'm really upset right now. With Carlos' blatant chauvinism. Yes. Let's all, I mean, our listeners, everyone here, we're trying to move past it. It's there. Carlos' chauvinism. It's a shame. I'm far from a chauvinist. I don't, I'm not sure about that. Story number two. We were talking about Darren Sharper a little bit earlier, but apparently some officials believe they found the smoking gun. The one thing that's going to... Prove that he's guilty. Um, apparently, there was a shot glass that has been tested positive for a drug that Sharper's supposedly been using to, to knock people out or women in general. So um, we know that that Sharper's been accused of drugging eleven people in multiple cases and raping seven women. But um, according to these documents, uh, Sharper went to these women's places and poured them shots, like drinks, and. Uh, the woman, the day after, went to the cops and had one of the shot glasses with her that Sharper used, oh, and wow. it 
tested positive for Ambien, which is sleeping medi- sleeping medication. But apparently, this is a drug that Sharper is allegedly used to drug all of his victims. So Did all the consistent. other victims bring shot glasses as well. I don't know, evidence? but I mean, I mean, what is it? I mean. I'm not. I have to hear. All Can the I finish evidence. the story before you start talking? See, you you fail in interviewing technique. Period. Like you can't even be like personable because you can't even listen before you just start running your mouth. So I'm you finish. Go ahead. We all know that Sharp has been, you know, arrested, and if he's convicted, he will face more than thirty years behind bars. So, shot glass, Ambien, rape charges. Horrible. Bad. Sounds like he's definitely guilty, right, Carlo? No. I, I have to hear all the evidence. I'm not one of those people that jumps to – unless this is a blatant murder like the guy in Florida. But it, this is something you have to hear all the evidence. Do these women even know each other? Is there a, You know, you got to hear everything. I, I have to hear the evidence for the prosecution. So you the think there's this, this great conspiracy that all these women are like, oh, this let's, is, okay, this let's is the, get I'm using, I'm using rationale. He's a highly successful man, a lot of money. One of the top DBs ever to play the play the game. He doesn't play anymore. Uh, not a bad looking guy. I mean, no, I'm not, not a bad no, looking not guy a, at all. You know, you know, but why, why, what what reason does he have to drug women? The because same reason Kobe would try to take a girl up to his room, like, and he's married, and he can do whatever he wants. People think they can do whatever they want. They're above the law. I hope it's that's not true. The I don't want to see any women drugs taking advantage of that matter. But, but I had to hear all the evidence. You know, she brought a shot glass. You know, I, you know, I worked in the, in the criminology field for a long time. How do you know we, she didn't put anything in the shot glass herself when she brought the evidence there? All 11 girls bring a shot glass, shot glass to get tested. There were seven. They all brought shot glasses? Seven girls. Oh, I was just seven. trying to fact check you. If this is true, this has to go down is one of the strangest, most extreme cases of, I guess you call it, serial rapist that I can, right? Yeah. It's bizarre. He's a, a, a you know, not an unattractive guy at all, very successful. And how do we know he's great not resume. popping mollies with these girls? You don't popping know anything. Mollies? Yeah. I mean, you know, how do we know he's not doing that? They're just not, you know. Taking ecstasy? Yeah, they're, they're addicts. How do we know that that's not the case? So you're, yeah, so listen, really, I'm not really, defending them at all. Really? I'm not defending really, them. Really, Carlo? I'm not defending them. I'm not defending the act. I just say I need to hear the evidence. That's fine. I'm so done with you. Number three. So we're talking about Richie Incognito a little bit earlier. So I know that we've talked about some of the things he did, but apparently he posed for a photo with his penis next to one of his teammates' ear while he was asleep. That's funny. That's (laughs) So... Apparently, you know, they've been doing this investigation on him and some of the other <laughs> offensive linemen. And, uh, you know, people are saying, Todd Wells is saying he's actually leading the investigation that that Richie has routinely communicated and behaved in a profane manner. And sometimes people, they've sent each other uh, shocking photos and group text message chains, which apparently people have still. Uh, and their message history, and that stuff is coming out. So the one picture that people were upset about was him holding his penis next to the ear of a sleeping and unconscious teammate. And Who the, was the teammate, does it say? They don't say his name. And there's another picture that he sent to the group of his excrement. <laughs> so, yes, I think he has to go. I hadn't heard that, but young guys do stuff like that. He's not young. Old guys do stuff like that. That is funny. No, that's some 
So a penis house. next to no, an that's ear. Funny. That's funny. That's more animal. Racism, house stuff, not so funny. Uh, so if you were berating you, someone's sister, Kelly not so Patrick, humorous. If you were the sleeping teammate and woke up to a picture of a man's private parts next to your ear, I'd be pissed. That was sent to the rest of your teammates. You wouldn't. You would still think it's funny. Let's ask Tyler to answer on Twitter if soccer players do that or not. Soccer players. Good they, question, Ty. You know, since he's uh, broke so many barriers in the. Uh, <laughs> Civil rights for Civil rights. <laughs> players oh, okay. in soccer. Did you, Tyler? Go ahead, send us a message about that. I think it's funny. I will not back off of that stance. A penis next to an ear is funny. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> How do you hear? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Does that give you hearing aids? Oh. <laughs> Wah, wah. Anthony Davis did that weird stuff. That was funny, right? He did what weird stuff? In the locker room, they were tying him down with his hands behind his back, naked. Remember? What? You didn't see that earlier I did this not year? see that. Ant- remember, Carlo? Uh, you don't act like you don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was in the locker room, yeah. That was some old... Uh, Men do weird haze. things. That was hazing. Men have weird opinions of what's funny. Racism. So it's okay when it's hazing, but it's not okay. Like, what did... When, when, when where's certain... the line, Carlo? Where's the line? I mean, of course, what Richie Incognito did was disgusting. I mean, it was despicable. Uh, yeah, what you just said was, uh, he just, yeah, he deserves to be punched in the face for that. If I was, the I guy. mean, if he gets punched in the face, yeah. Even if I knew I would lose, I would have to punch him. Anyway. If I did that I'd to someone and they woke up the next day and they walked up and punched me in the face, I would deserve it. <laughs> that doesn't take away from the fact that it's funny. <laughs> so it it's, it's going to be funny for everyone besides the sleeping teammate. Yeah. If you got, if you got got, you're not going to be happy. If you got got, that's Doesn't, so thuggish. I mean, <laughs> I just have a different perspective than you guys. Number four. Number four. So, you know, Super Bowl's passed. It's now NBA All-Star Weekend, right? Uh, in New Orleans, strip clubs are blowing up. Woohoo! So, apparently, um, people like Tim Hardaway, Warren Sapp have been hitting up saloons in Bourbon Street in the past couple nights. Um, they're actually saying Warren Sapp was kind of stingy with money, which makes sense because he's recovering from bankruptcy. But nice. uh, apparently the clubs are exporting or importing dancers from other clubs, some from Houston, uh, Texas, and then some from Atlanta. But they have NBA players that are organizing their own strip events, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, Tyreek Evans... Is hosting a strip-a-thon that he's brought in some of Atlanta's finest ladies with the flyer quote, over $1 million in cash will be in the building. Boom. Wow. Well, they said uh, <laughs> that's one of the, the best weekends for strippers, right? I thought it was well, I thought it was the second. Super You're right, it's the Super Bowl. This is the second best weekend for strippers is All-Star Weekend. You know, it's funny is you, you mentioned Tim Hardaway's name. Tim Hardaway Sr., not the New York Knicks player. Former UTEP two-step. My favorite player as a child, actually, was Tim Hardaway. I love his crossover. Um, he went on a rant years ago. Do you guys remember that? He's saying, I hate gay people. When yeah, John DeMichi came a, out. such a dumb interview. I remember that. Yeah. So Tim Hardaway actually plays right into our whole conversation today. But the strip, you know, Ashley's got to throw in a stripper story. She knows I always vote for the stripper story. I don't know. Thus far today... The penis next to the ear stories win it. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Kelly, do maybe you sh- you guys should sign up and be strippers for two weeks of the year. 
Well, when I was in college, uh, I had a I brief stint, um, uh, you know, doing some private shows, Chippendale. Wait, what? <laughs> well, when I was in college, I, I did a brief stint doing Chippendale. So. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I needed some extra cash, man. You know. Right. No, you, no, you, no, you did it. Was it on, was it only <laughs> at um, it, it straight places? Of course, Kelly Patrick. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I don't how break, do you I don't, know? I'm, listen, I, were I'm, there all, all I, women? I, there? I'm not as. Uh, I'm not like great men like Tyler, the originator, breaking those type of barriers. Yes, it was. It was only straight crowds. Women. Okay. Mostly well, big. Do you, is there <laughs> is mostly, oh my gosh. <laughs> is there any footage? Uh, we might be able to dig in our calves. We might be able to put something together for you. We need to, I think we need to see this. Right, Kelly? Maybe Kelly doesn't want to see that. Todd, I don't know. I got another text. I, uh, well, I, I'll give it later. Okay. All right. Last story. Um, retired in NFL star Jamal Lewis passed the most important test of his life, they say. Drug test. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? No, uh, it was an online financial management course, actually, uh, in an what? effort to convince the U.S. bankruptcy court that he's changed in trying to figure out how to better manage his finances. So apparently, uh, you know, he's Baltimore Ravens running back, former Baltimore Ravens running back, had racked up more than 200 thousand yards in a single season he's a really good player uh he filed for bankruptcy in 2012 after racking up more than 10 million dollars of debt well i'm pretty sure he had to pay his legal team a lot of money well maybe yeah that drained him out when he's going through that whole court issue uh so he enrolled in dave ramsey's education course and completed his class this this past week actually on february 12th uh yeah so he's trying to get his life together i think it's funny that he's like saying like this is such a big milestone in his life after all the other things that he's done uh but i don't know what do you think like how common is that for these athletes to, very common like, how do you go and spend 10 million dollars that you don't have i'll say this i think jamal lewis at his peak was arguably the best most physical running back i've ever seen he was a a, a, a bruiser for the team that won the super bowl the ravens mm-hmm. he at one point he set the single game Record for most yards in the history of the NFL in one single game. He surpassed, as Ashley, you said, 2,000 yards in a single season. But what I find interesting about this story is the short duration of an NFL, specifically an NFL running back's tenure as in their career. I'm not saying that I would go bankrupt. I don't know what I would do if I were in his shoes. But you have such a short window to make all this money in the NFL as a running back. Look at it. His his prime. I I don't think he had that long of a career. I'll bring up the numbers here. But if you're a quarterback, you can hang around for thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years. Yeah, being Charlie Batch, riding the bench, kept collecting a paycheck. You know, guys like uh, who did it? Who was it uh, uh, last year that just fell off the map? This happens every year where someone like Jamal Michael Lewis, Turner, Michael the yeah. that's he had exactly a good year last year. I'll compare yeah. Michael the Burner Turner to Jamal Lewis. They're doing real good. Then the next thing you know. They don't get to go play in Europe. They don't get to go play in, in Mexico. It's American football. When you're done, you're cut. You can go play in Canada, collect a little bit of a paycheck, but it's not much. It's a tough, vicious cycle. So I think it's an interesting story. It brings up some interesting topics um, about Jamal Lewis, the former Tennessee volunteer running back and, and Super Bowl champion with the Ravens. So that's number one? No, that's not number one. No, that one. was the last oh, okay. story. That was number five, Carlo. No, I mean, is that the number, know, one? No, no. That the number no. one story? Penis in the <laughs> ear. Penis next. Not in the ear. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my god. In the ear. That would be a little far. Right, Todd? 
much. That would be too far. Picture of a penis next to the air. Despite me not really liking Richie Incognito, he wins this week, according to me. Carla, who gets your vote? Uh, I would have to say that's the most crazy, interesting story is the Richie Incognito, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that one is probably the number one crazy story. But you know what? With him being a crazy guy, I'm really not too surprised he would do something stupid like that. But hey, it's Richie Incognito. I guess my thought is: did we? Did no one know that he was crazy until now? No, people did. He had a reputation as being crazy. With two college teams, three NFL teams. You're right. He 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 did, but no one knew. I think the thing that takes it over the edge is the racial, uh, the the documented racial phrases that he used. Right. Yeah, that we're not the, talking and, about it if he didn't use yeah, the N word. Yeah, the, the comments he made about the man's sister, yeah, it's inappropriate. But I, I think you can even get away from that if he didn't use the N word repeatedly. I don't think that we're talking about Richie Incognito. I don't. Agreed. You put yourself out there and you do something like that at any time. You're you're gonna. I mean, it's not gonna be forgotten. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He's got to be super crazy to think that that's something to leave on somebody's voicemail. I mean, like, he's got to be borderline mentally ill. You know, we got to give, a, give a Ashley Danielle a shout-out here. She has now made the roster for the Louisville Phillies women's semi-pro basketball team. It's going to be starting Louisville here pretty Phillies. soon. Louisville. So uh, excited about having Ashley on board. I'm actually one of the co-owners of the team, doing a little different sports venture there. And about Louisville, I'm going to be like Jerry Jones if she's gone. <laughs> I'm just playing. Another one about Kentucky? I'm going to be like I'm a Jerry Jones owner over here. NBC Olympics has an app. Tune in right now. You can see the two-man bobsled where fellow Oldham County graduate is competing. Two-man bobsled team. Carlo, Todd, Ashley, and I will be be back with more of the weekend sports buzz. Welcome back to the Knockout Hour, Kelly Patrick. I mean, I keep saying that. The weekend sports buzz. Go ahead and tell our Kelly listeners Patrick, well, the about hour. the Knockout Hour briefly. The I mean, Knockout Hour. Plug, shameless plug. Every Sunday on uh, 1450 WXBW from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sponsored by Turf Wars, one of the uh, best promotions in the state of Kentucky and northern Kentucky. They usually hold the fights at Turfway Racetrack. They're bringing a show here April the 5th in our own backyard at Ramada Inn. Plaza Hotel in Hurstbourne Lane to kick off the Derby festivities. I'm just, you know, I'm always excited about the KO Hour. We had the fight last night, so it's still on my it's all right. In so. all seriousness, the, the the MMA action that goes on in this state is amazing. The atmosphere, I mean, there's people drinking, there's people yelling, break his leg! I mean, what did we hear last night? You hear older women. Kick him in the face. That's my favorite one. Kick him in the face. Break his <laughs> and, was, and they're on the ground rolling around like, kick him in the face. He can't. <laughs> Yeah, down the freaking ground. No, but in all, you know, it, some great MMA action in the state of Kentucky every Sunday from 9 till 10 is the knockout hour. However, we're on the weekend sports buzz right now. And who's that brought we to are. us by? Brandon J. Lawrence, where J stands for justice. Justice. Brandon is the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. Give him a call, 502-587-0041. We haven't heard from Brandon today. He texted you, Carlo? 
Uh, not yet, but I think he'll be calling in. We, at the, we look uh, forward to him hour. calling at the bottom of the second hour. Wow, we are at the second hour. Jeez, at the bottom of the second hour in ten minutes or fifteen minutes, where he corrects us for our factual inaccuracies for the show today. Maybe he'll he'll comment about the the weird the weird picture next to the guy's ear. Uh, we'll hear what Brandon's take on that is. Um, but Brandon promotes justice. He promotes the truth. That's what he does. He does. And he calls in and he corrects us. He makes sure we're telling the truth on the weekend sports buzz from 10 till 12 every week. Ashley, is your computer working? It is now. What are we looking forward to as Louisville fans, Ashley? The Rutgers game tonight, does that really get us excited? They're 10 and no. 15. No. Not at all. I plan on getting them? some good shots of Rutgers dunking the ball. I'm pretty uh, confident Kelly asked me a question. <laughs> pretty confident. He said, Didn't Ashley. they just play Rutgers? Pretty confident. He said, Ashley. Let's see. Todd, you're starting to act like Carlo. No, I mean, really, didn't they, didn't they just play him last <laughs> not, week I feel or like something? Not just no, now. No, no. They played him Saturday, January 4th. So it's no. been a month. Um, okay. I, I can't say that it's an exciting game by any means. I think it's a game um, that we need to take care of business, and we need to get better tonight. Louisville definitely has plenty of room for improvement. There's no question about that. Mango. Montrez being more consistent. Our big guys is what I'm really concerned with. I love Terry Rozier. He's going to go down, I have a feeling, if he stays three or four years, Terry Rozier is going to go down as one of my favorite cards ever. Absolutely. I, 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 love, his, I love his game. I love that he committed to us a couple years ago. He had some um, academic issues. He had to stay an extra year in high school, which is common, not uncommon. And he kept his commitment. That is very unlikely and... and Unprobable these days for someone to stick with their commitment through something like that. He did. He's Very a card. True. He said that he fell in love with the Rick Patino, Sebastian uh, Telfair documentary when he was in high school, and he said, That's the guy I want to play with. That's the guy I want to play for is Rick Patino. And he's stuck with, he's a card through and through, and I like Terry Rosier. I like his game. Me too. I've, I've been hearing some uh, rumors that there's a potential Patino could be retiring. Have you heard anything about that? Bring in Rich. Richard, I I have not. I've heard that he's uh, priming Richard to I take believe, the job. You know who I think would be better? Who? Mick Cronin. Really? What about Louisville do something that they never do, and let's go into their own grassroots and get somebody from home? Like? Like? Scooter McCray sat on the bench for, what, 15 years with Denny Crown? Shane Mahan. 18 years? Right. What, 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 I mean, what, what's up with reaching home and getting one of the former cars to coach the team when Patino's gone? Because they don't have the resume to support that type Scooter of Scooter McCray sat on the bench for 18 years. What about Junior Bridgman? <laughs> or Riley Brown? His name came up in conversation Come on yesterday. Now. Who was that? Uh, Who? Junior Bridgman. I saw Junior Bridgman in some yoga the other day. Oh, did I did you? yoga with him. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did, did he get him on the show? Any, did he bring any Wendy's when he came? No. Get him on the uh, show, man. I should get him on the show. Yeah, yeah he does a lot My of My mom community. actually knows him. And, 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 uh, you guys so connections. Great guy in the community. You are you are you are the connection master. I'm not really, but Doug. Junior Bridgman. I mean, I'm, I'm actually shocked you knew who he was, Kelly. <laughs> Since you never even heard of freaking uh, Eddie uh, uh, Robinson, Eddie Robinson, yeah, Carlo, you didn't even remember his name. I, well, I, I was his about name. to say it. I had heard of Eddie Robinson. I knew who he was. I didn't recognize the name when you said it. Junior Bridgman is a card. He was traded for Criminal Jabbar, Carlo. I Big know deal. who Junior yeah, Bridgman is. So. Right. The, the topic Ashley brought up of, inevitably, Rick is going to retire. He's like 62 right now. Jim Beheim's 69. Mm-hmm. 
I think Rick has years left I in, think the, in the tank. I think he has years left also. But at some point, he is going to no longer be the Louisville head coach. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about uh, about Richard Patino being the head coach? I'm not convinced yet. That's fair. I think I that's think the jury's still out. I think he he Any? he looks really good right now. I think he's having some good success with his team. But I think um, if he continues that consistently over the next few years, I think he would be a viable candidate. If he brings Minnesota to the Final Four, come on, man, really? If he, do, I'm just saying, if he does, Tubby he's saying do it. if Tubby Tubby could even do it. Come on, and Tubby was a better coach in Minnesota than Richie Patino, well, whatever his name is, Richie Patino. But Richard. if you look at the the roster, right? Well, the staffing, the coaching staff of Kentucky, I mean of Louisville, I well, it really say, is really? like Kentucky's team because really? it's all Kentucky ex players and coaches. Well, why, well, why are they Louisville but not Kentucky? Is it far fetched to say a former Kentucky player could be the head coach for Louisville? Who would that be? Travis Ford? Who are you? Who are who? you talking about, who? Carlo? Uh, Travis Ford is a good one. Um, Watson McCarty? No, he doesn't. Carlo, Watson McCarty's an assistant. He's on the team. No, he's not. Well, he was. He was. Yeah. Okay, but and I don't think he's even in coaching anymore. I think he's Kenny a musician Payne? now. Ken, Kenny Payne. You need to have head coaching, excellent experience. head coaching experience to be a, a candidate for this job. Billy Donovan? No, sure. he would never leave. He probably would never, never leave. No. DJ Carlisle. Not for Louisville. Sure. I mean, that's an interesting point Coach there, Cal. Talk. Coach Cal. You all would kill for Coach Cal. You know, you know what? I think it should be you a coach who doesn't the... give up on their players like Rich has a history of doing. Seriously? The Roger Rose of the Patino. world. The, uh, wow. wow. Stole the Rick Shane Bahannon's, you know. Really? You got to fight for these kids, you know? Yeah, but you can only allow them to kick you in the face so many times before Suspend you say enough for the is season. enough. Give them another chance. Suspend them for the year. Really? Yeah. He did that already. We already Get tried him help. that. We've tried that already. You saw now Shane Bahannon. He's, he's in John Lucas school now. Uh, you know, John Lucas, he battled uh, addiction for a long time. And now he gets a lot of these players who are going through some of the same troubles. And he's, he has Shane Bahannon. He has him in one of his leagues right now. And he's doing pretty good. And actually, Colorado State's head coach is also a recovering addict where Shane Bahannon is going. So he's going with around people that can relate to him and what he's struggling and going through. Well, that's through. good. And Obviously, that, Patino couldn't relate and go through no, what he was struggling No, I think, with. and this is coming from a person who has parents that were addicts before. Like, when you're in that phase, there's certain things that you can't count on from those people. They need to, he needs to focus on his recovery and getting better. That's what he needs to do. And then if he wants to play basketball after that and has the opportunity to do that somewhere, that's fine. But is that Rick Patino's position for him to do that in Louisville? Like where he's already causing other problems on the teammate of of on the team because of things that he's choosing to do. No, that's not fair to the other kids on the team. Did you read the interview with Shane Bahannon? He holds no ill will toward Rick Pitino. Rick gave him plenty of, of chances. He's not going to say anything bad. It's bad publicity. He's trying to uh, uh, further his career. That's fair. I agree with that. But do you honestly think Rick did not give him enough chances? I think he should have got him some help. Look, I used to be. They've been listen, doing I that used to be a probation for the officer. last year. I was, a, I was a regional manager for a drug testing company for the pretrial and drug course in the state. He, he, I didn't see him in any sobriety programs. Did he hook him up with a sobriety, uh, how do sobriety you know? officer? How do you know? It wasn't an you article. Don't, you don't have all the facts. Well, Mr. I, well you found Mr. out. You I would found like, out for I would like to get all the information before I make a decision. Shane Bahannon <laughs> was smoking a little bit of weed here and there. I don't think he needed a full-blown addiction. And that's just my personal opinion. This could open up a whole different can of worms. I don't think he needed to go into rehab. He needed to shape up. He said, the interview he read, he said he, he never even got to a point where he'd smoke every day. Let me tell you why. It's, let me tell you why addiction. Let me tell you why it's addiction. Yes. Let me tell you why it's an addiction no. for him. It may not be for others, but why it's an addiction for him because he had a lot on the line and consequences, and he still did it. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's fair. when it becomes an addiction. When, when, you, it, when it impacts when you, your everyday life, when it impacts your everyday life, and you know you have responsibilities and things to do, you know that's, that's a, when you know it's an addiction because you still do it. That's a fair point. So, so it, it, it is a problem for Shane Bahannon, Clearly, uh, what I'm saying is he had, in my opinion, plenty of chances. It seemed he was suspended at the beginning of the season, Carlo. He's gotten a lot of chances. I don't. I don't think there's any reason to further debate this point. No, Richard Pitino. Well, obviously, winning doesn't matter to Coach Pitino this year because maybe he wants someone to get their life together. Because life outside of winning, what happens when someone takes off their their uniform? What happens to that person's life? Maybe this was the step that it took for him to get his stuff together. Can we talk about something else? Richard- it was Valentine's <laughs> Day weekend. Happy Valentine's Day, guys! Happy Valentine's Day. I had a good Valentine's Day. What'd you got? What'd you do? Any, anything cool you and your wife, Kelly? We did uh, like a. We went over to my friend's house where a bunch of couples and a bunch of kids all stayed the night, and we had a good time. We had a blow up bouncy thing in the basement for the kids. There was like eight kids there, bouncing around, running around, being crazy. We had fun. What about you, Ashley? <laughs> um, I'm gonna play the fifth. Wow. <laughs> for the moment. Do tell. <laughs> Ashley, what? I was actually in. I, I was in San Antonio traveling on Valentine's Day with with my classmates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Bam. <laughs> Give me a sound effect. Yeah. Lied, and the lie detector test has <laughs> proved that. I'm telling the truth. I was with my. Favorite classmate and colleague, Irene Yang. We had an awesome time at the Southern Nursing Research Society Conference where I had to present some of my pilot study research. It was a good time. That's good. Good times. Mm -hmm. We were each other's Valentines because her husband was here with the kids. We did uh, a tour on the river, the river walk in San Antonio, which is beautiful, and it was 80 degrees on Friday. Uh, So we took a little tour. It was very nice. I like it. Speaking of San Antonio, does anyone think the Spurs have a chance of making a run this year? Mm. No. Too I'm gonna old? Say no. <laughs> I'm gonna say they no. always have a chance. You got a guy like Parker, Tim Duncan, and uh, Pop coaching the team. One of the greatest coaches in the NBA. Yeah, they got a good shot at it, man. Will they do it? No. I think Miami uh, or Indiana is going to pull out with it this year. I hope. I, honestly, it would be good for Indiana, man. You know, right up the road. You know, maybe make it a couple games if they make it. Hmm. John Wall won the dunk contest. We're talking NBA. You know what? The rules are stupid. It was yeah, a Carlo. it was a shared title, but he was like the number one person. It was East versus West. It was so stupid. They if they're gonna do like this again, they need to retire the dunking contest like they did from ninety seven to ninety nine. And also, I was semi right last night, Kelly. You get my text. You were not semi right. Rex Chapman was number two. He came in second behind D Brown. You said he won. Well, it's close. He did win. He was robbed. Come on. You, I, that's, that, that's why I had to think about it. When I got home, that's why I texted you like 2 in the morning. I, he lost to the arm over your ass BS. Rex Chapman won by default. No way D. Brown should have won that dunking contest. Brent Berry is the but, only white man to ever win the dunk contest. But John Wall joins an elite class of Kentucky Wildcats who have, who have won the dunking contest. Kenny Skywalker, my favorite Kentucky player, and Rex Chapman by default. That's what you're going with. Yeah. And and according to the num- the the list that I looked up, he actually came in fourth. He came in second, Kelly, to D. Brown. I sent you the message last night. I know. 
It came down to him and D. Brown. He came in second. The one, the first one he participated in, he came in sixth. That was with Dominique and a, a couple other greats. Regardless, the fact that John Wall will have his name etched into the, the record books as this year's dunk contest winner, how much will that help John Wall on taking that next step into being a true superstar? Well, I think it will. He's dunk, already the one the of the best he players. The did was pretty impressive. I mean, he grabbed it from all the way down and brought it. You know, it was a nice little dunk he did. One of the best ones I've seen in a couple of years. Do you think John Wall is ready to make that next step? I mean, obviously. How tall is John Wall? I mean, six four. He's on the Washington Bullets, Wizards. Wizards. You don't have much of an opportunity. It's like playing for the Clippers. Do you think that that, that John Wall is going to have to leave Washington? He'll leave after. Yeah, whenever his contract's up, I'm sure he'll leave and go test the waters. Because who are they putting around this kid to help win? Nobody. You know what's wild? Guess how old John Wall is? Twenty one. Twenty three. Still super young. What about the new commissioner um, saying they, yeah, he's interested in upping the NBA age of 20? That would affect us here that, in the heart of college it, basketball country. Oh, like it helps you Wildcats out a lot. I like it. You think so? It I think it should Kentucky, be that way. Yeah, because yeah. most of their players are in and out, and they're done, you know, 18, 19. But, Do you think it'll change the type of players who are attracted to going to what is being known as a one-and-done factory that is UK? Well, sure, sure. I think I think that kind of takes that away, that factor away, because now you're going to at least have to do two years. What's going to happen now? A lot of these kids are going to go overseas for two years and play and then come back. That's what they're going to do. The, the kids that don't want to go to college, they're going to go overseas and play and then come back. I mean, if you think about it, the top players in basketball today are were former high school students. They went straight to college. I mean, straight to the pros. Only one person's done that, Brandon Jennings, and it worked. LeBron, the Dwight Howard. No, the no, best, I'm saying going to Europe first. Sorry, the best players in the NBA right now are straight out of high school. You're right, but I like the idea because it's better for college for the ones that. Well, yeah. actually, no. Kevin Durant's the MVP. He was one year at Texas. Yeah, but he's not straight. He's out not high the school. MVP yet, Kelly. Who is? This is the second half of the season. LeBron, you see LeBron's game winning shot the other night against Golden State. Kevin Durant's the MVP. Put money on it. LeBron. Anthony Davis is Dwight, one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, Anthony Davis is playing very, very good this year. All-star, by the way. Two all-stars on the uh, from Kentucky that made the all-star team. With your ratchet fans. Zero for Louisville. Oh, T. Will scored 50 in the D-League. Sorry. Didn't you say that that's last all-star, week? That's all-star numbers. That was a couple weeks ago. That's weeks so ago. old, Carlo. Get with it. Get with it. I got to you know, give you guys a shout-out for so your players old. that are succeeding on the next level. So old. Just got a, a text um, that John Wall actually re-signed with Washington last year, so he's there for, for a, a while longer. Um, was that on Lotus Gunworks you know, text line? You know it was, Todd. Lotus Gunworks text line, sure. 414-1450. It was. Very cool, Fabo, too. So, John Wall, will he attract a big superstar? Will Carmelo Anthony go away from the Knicks and go to the Wizards and join him? Make a run at a title? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I got another text also from the Lotus Gun work. Chris Kidman is lighting it up today, man. That's my guy. He's saying John Pelfrey and one of Travis Ford and one of Florida's assistants could be uh, Louisville's next coach. One of Florida's assistants? Yes. John Pelfrey is an assistant at Florida. Oh, maybe that's what he means. Then. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, well, John Pelfrey didn't do that well at Arkansas, which is a tough place. I mean, they're, let's face it, Ashley. Arkansas is no basketball power. <laughs> they did beat Kentucky, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll head to the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line, which is 384-1450. We have our man, Brandon J. Lawrence, on the line with us. How you doing, Brandon? What's going on, Kelly? What's happening, brother? Not too much. What's going on with you this weekend? How excited are you that John Wall won the dunk contest last night? I'm very excited because, um, you know, 
I'm a big I'm a uh, I'm a big Wizards fan. Uh, Bradley Beal was in the three point contest. He was second to your boy, whoever the dude from from San Antonio, that bum Bar- Malinelli or Baronelli, whatever his name is. But um, I was I was excited. I don't think it was that great of a dunk, but I mean, you know, he, whatever whatever it takes. He's a young guy, and then plus to correct Carlo, he already signed a second contract last year with the Wizards, five years for eighty million. So I think he's wow. staying there for a minute. He's staying there for a minute. He just bought a four point nine million dollar home in Potomac, Maryland. He's going to be there for a minute, man. Wow, Let's party with, in Potomac with John Wall, baby. <laughs> Brandon, I'll ask you: winning the dunk contest last night. John Wall's 23 years old, having a great season, putting up great numbers. Will he be able to truly reach a superstar status while in Washington? I think so, man, because uh, Ernie Garfield's putting good people around him. You got Bradley Bill. We got uh, Nene. Uh, you got the big the big uh, dude from Eastern Europe, whatever his name is. I don't know. But, um, I mean, you know, they'll make the playoffs this year. They're, probably, they're looking at – they're teetering on like a four – maybe a four or five seed. Um, so they can make a couple waves, man. I think it's their time. You know, he's second – he's about, what, third, fourth year in the year, year in the league. So, yeah. you know, I think I think they'll do it. They'll, they'll turn the corner, man, because they got a – you know, and plus they got Trevor Ariza. Um, they got a good, solid team. They They won – you know, they beat the Thunder this year. Uh, they just barely lost to the Spurs last week. Um, you know, they're doing it. They'll do it. Brandon, what do you think of Kentucky's loss at home to Florida last night? It was a bad loss, man. It was a bad loss. Uh, you know, they're going to have tough they're going to have a tough time beating them down there in Florida in uh Gainesville and uh I think it was a, it was Kentucky to me they don't seem to have what they usually have. They don't have the dominant size. Randall is undersized to me. Um, and the other kid that comes in, uh, I forgot his name. He's kind of the taller guy. He's 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 kind of goofy, man. Dakari Johnson. Johnson, yeah, man. He's like he's out there playing on ice skates. Um, you know, the the best guy on the play on the team is to me is James Young. James Young, if he, you know, he keeps them in the game. The twins, their, their body language is horrible. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they might. I grew with Carlo. They got a chance to make it to the Elite Eight, but that's probably about it. I think Louisville's a better team. That's what I think. Wow. wow. Big, I, Are you serious, I'm, I'm, I'm Brandon? Big, you just. You and Tyler. Brandon. Brandon. You and Tyler today have really, I'm dead, really, really. I'm dead serious, man. Brandon, I greatly appreciate I, I appreciate you right now, Brandon. Like, in, I, I really, really do. <laughs> Louisville couldn't hold Kentucky's I mean, jock straps right now. Uh, Brandon, are you serious? No, nah, I mean, just no. Nah, just looking at the games, Carlo, man. I mean, they beat them earlier in the year, but, I mean, U of L is just, you know, they they did the same thing this time last year. Give me I a signature win for Louisville, uh, Brandon. What's Louisville's signature victory this can year? You, can you let Brandon finish talking, please? Don't don't interrupt you know, him. What's his signature? What's their signature? Because they have them. They don't have one. It's tough to have one because it's during the AAC, man. It's, it's tough. Well, that's like hold on, five teams in the AAC, like AAC are in the top five, top yeah. twenty-five, right? Well, that's that's like saying what's Wichita State signature win. You know what I'm saying? They're undefeated, but they don't really have a signature win because of their conference. I'm going out to the Evansville game today, but hopefully the Purple Aces can pull it off today at four o'clock down in Evansville. Hey, yeah, I got a couple corrections, man. Real quick, um, H, uh, uh, Jamal Lewis. He wasn't. He's got 295 yards. Uh, 
which is which is one yard short of Adrian Peterson's oh. record of two ninety two ninety six. Wow, good, right? good call there. At the time, though, when Jamal Lewis did it, I think he broke Corey Dillon's record. I actually remember. I think he did hold the I record. Think it, I think he did. He held the record. He held the record. Um, and then also, Eric Dickerson is the leading rusher of all of all okay. season rusher. 2,105 yards. Peterson is 2,097. Uh, yeah, that was second. And Jim Beheim only has one championship. He won it with Carmelo and Hakeem Warwick in 2003. He didn't win one. Bobby Knight beat him for Derek Coleman. Oh, that, uh, I was so wrong on got, that. He's only got one. Huh? Okay, I was wrong on that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He, he's, he's only got one. And then plus, uh, I, I do, I've got footage of Carlo and as a Chippendale dancer, um, somebody, somebody, somebody texted me and they were like, and they said that they saw him back in 1997. Um, they said that, uh, and Good they were days. wondering, was that all him? Oh, <laughs> wow. That's what the lady said. Was that all him? Well, you know, I, I did I, have I a reputation. Uh, he still, day, had, he still has those three quarters <laughs> that he earned that night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, he got he got a bunch of bumps and bruises, all the nickels and quarters they were throwing. <laughs> oh my god, y'all crazy, man! You're crazy. <laughs> hey, man, what's hey? What's up? What? Why did you play? Come on, man! It's raining, man. <laughs> this, this, is, this show is dedicated to Michael Sam's. <laughs> hey, hold it, and, and Kelly, Kelly, man, look, look, look! I think it's uh, um. I think it's a um, what do you call it? It's a cultural thing. Penises by the ear, not funny. <laughs> not funny, not funny at all. Really? And then also, also the, the dunk contest. You could make a claim, Carlo and Kelly, that another white guy won the dunk contest because Blake Griffin did win. So <laughs> you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe like you know, it's like a, uh, maybe half and half. I don't. Hey, Brandon, real quick, would you agree that Rex Chapman was robbed of the dunking contest when he lost to D Brown? Uh, no question, man. That way when he pumped up the rebound, I was corny, man. <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst. That was the worst. Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman could fly, man. He could. He could fly, man. Uh, y'all, you know what? To have a couple Rex Chapman stories, you should have more. Steve Romines. He used to be Rex Chapman's roadie when uh, he was in in the, in the uh, NBA when he first got in there. Steve Romines. Steve Romines, another attorney. You're yeah. right. He actually has hosted yeah. shows here on the the Sports Buzz before and on the our, our sister television station. Yeah, he's got he's got fifty thousand stories. And you know what? If you if you want to know if Steve Romines is the best lawyer, just ask him. He'll tell you. <laughs> Well, Brandon, thank you very much. I, I Thanks, stand corrected Brandon. on the Syracuse. You know, I mean, great factual corrections there today, Brandon. Have a great rest of your weekend. Ashley, we'll talk to you next week. What did you say? Uh, Ashley, good luck on Valentine's next year, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank That's you. Good. I think she hey, had a good one. Hey, peace, y'all. Love y'all. Peace, man. Thank All you, Brandon. Right. Brandon corrected some good stuff. You know, there, I, when you Lewis. said that, I was going to make I, – I let it slide. I was like, I don't remember that. Derek Coleman went in the national I was wrong. Okay. Yeah. I was. I Kelly, thought Jim I, I appreciate you being big enough to say I was wrong. For some reason, I thought Beheim had won too. That further goes to Todd's earlier it sure point. Sure does, yeah. Great show. Great show today. It's not raining men anymore. I, I was going out to uh, what's the other song? Uh, no, no, no. This is our signature song. It is. Every Saturday. I don't know, I don't know if we're friends anymore though. With Carlos. I like being the bad guy. 
You are Actually, Razor Ramon was one of my favorite uh, wrestling characters, Tyler Boyd. Razor Ramon, Scott Howe, the bad guy. Undertaker. Good guy. One more for the bad guy. A guy came out to Undertaker music last night and got his butt whooped. So. Thank, I want to thank all of y'all. I want to take time to thank each, of, each of y'all. Kelly, Carlo, Ashley, I love you all. Thank you for letting love me be a part of the show. You're I awesome. really mean it. Thank you, Todd. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 and Sunday from 10 until 12, we have the weekend sports bus here on 1450. We will be back next week. Have a great rest of your weekend. To mention, I did what I had to do and saw it through without